Welcome back to the How to Write a Book podcast. I'm your host, Maciel Valenzuela Casnilla. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today, we have the pleasure of really diving into a wonderful fiction author, Tiara J. Brown. Tiara J. Brown grew up in a small town in Northeast Ohio, attended Ohio University, and she's been working and writing stories ever since she was 12 years old. The Tales of Alexandria Steckler, The Locket, is her first published novel. We're going to be diving in. I thought she was such an inspiration, not only for her work, but how she approaches her self-publishing. It's a really great topic, the way that she discusses how the process went, and also a couple of bumps that happened along the way and how she overcame that. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much. All right, I'll see you inside. Welcome to the How to Write a Book podcast, the show that helps you plan, write, and publish your book, even if you're a beginner or just feel like one. Now, for your host, she's written over a dozen books and helps others bring their books to life. Here she is, Maciel. Thank you for listening to the How to Write a Book podcast. Now, I want to give a special announcement. So, November is your month of transformation. Get a one-hour coaching session with me by choosing any of the three options, or all three. Option one, join our Patreon for $1. Option two, book a $1 coaching session on coach.me. Option three, leave an Apple podcast review. Send a screenshot to my email and get a coaching spot. Now, you can totally do all three and you'll get three hours of coaching. You can find all of the links to the Patreon, the coach.me, and my email in the show notes. Act fast. This offer is only valid in November to celebrate National Novel Writing Month. All right, writers, go ahead, get to it, and We'll see you soon. Okay. Hi, and welcome back to the (laughs) How to Write a Book podcast. Oh my gosh. Happy to have you, Tiara J. Brown. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's kind of early here on the Pacific uh, Coast. Where are you at right now? Oh, oh my gosh. So I'm um, Eastern time, so I live in Ohio. So I am I'm a I think I'm like three three hours um ahead of you guys. Yes, yes. Okay, awesome, cool. So I didn't like catch you like at a super early part of the day then. No, <laughs> good. I've done that before. People are like really like the the sleepiness out of their eyes. Um, so welcome to the show. We're super happy to have you. Um, Tiara J. Brown is the author of The Locket: The Tales of Alexandria Steckler. This is your debut novel. Um. Yes. We're, well, congratulations. We're excited to, have you, excited to have your book. And tell us, tell everyone about you, tell about your work, introduce yourself to everyone. Hi. Okay, cool. So hi, everyone. My name is Tara J. Brown. And like my soul said, I am the author of the young adult fantasy novel, The Tales of Alexandria Steckler, The Locket. Um, the Locket is about a 15-year-old girl named Alexandria Steckler, Alex for short. And she's telekinetic, and she lives physically underground with her family during an on-again, off-again war between her kind, so other psychics, and magical sorcerers. And then one day, she gets separated from her family above ground in the land of the sorcerers, and she has to make it back home, lest be captured, killed, something worse, you know, um, 
so that's like the main conflict of the story. And it's just like the, the ticking clock is, will she make it back home safely or will someone else get to her first? And you got to read the book to find out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love that premise. I love that. That's so like, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm a super fantasy buff. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, this is your debut. Oh, debut I think novel. you Oh, can you hear me? Oh yeah, you're mm-hmm. back now. Sorry, okay. like first for a second. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for letting me know. I'd just be like, I would keep ranting. <laughs> um. Okay. I love this. So, how are you feeling? You know, this is your debut book. What's going on in your mind right now? Oh goodness. So it's. I don't know if this is something you get with every book or or just your first book since it is my first one, but it's definitely a mixture of things. So writing it took longer than than expected. There's a whole story about like how long it took me to write this. Like, but I was kind of because I'm self-published. I was kind of relieved when it was finally out because it was it was a lot of work. Like I love writing. I'm passionate about writing, but when you're self-published, it is a lot. <laughs> I'm like a little bit like, oh, thank God this is finally over. You know, a little <laughs> bit was that. And then, but I was also like really, really happy. And I think I was in a little bit of disbelief, like, because I'd always wanted to be a writer ever since I was a kid. And then I was like, oh, snap, I can actually call myself a published writer now. So that was, that was also surreal. So it was a mixture of that. And then it was, also a mixture of emotions getting um feedback from people like you know not everyone's gonna like every book and I've gotten mixed feedback like some people really like it some people not so much and then uh some people somewhere in the middle which is fine like I you know I every book I've ever read I wasn't like crazy about and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but it's definitely interesting because it it does give me some self-reflection to be like would I have written this a little bit differently? Would I keep it the same and stuff like that? So it's been a mixed bag, but overall, like it's been a great experience. Like I, it, it's pretty thrilling to be like, Oh my gosh, I wrote a book and I, and this is the first book in a trilogy. So I'm currently working on the second one. So the way that when this book ends, the story is not over yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is and, it like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I was going to say, is like a cliffhanger or is it just like for sure that the next level is coming? Uh, oh, wait, the, how the first book ends? Yeah. You don't have to yeah. say too much. No spoilers, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, so I, I planned it to be a trilogy. So, um, not all the answers, uh, get answered in the first book. So that way you have things to let go off on in book two. And also, um, there is a, I guess a bit of a spoiler, but I, I think it's fun to say there um there's a, a big question that that happens at uh the end of book one. So some things get answered in book one, obviously, but then it arises like another big question. It was like, well if that if that's true, then what's this over here? <laughs> Which helps go into um go into book two and and I, I love foreshadowing and stuff like that. There are actual, there are clues to what that new question is in book one, but like, I'm not going to say what those clues are or, or what the question is, but 
it's it's kind of fun. Like writing that part, um, planning that was a lot of fun because when I was in the beta testing, beta reading phase of um, of the man, I'm sorry, <clears throat> of the manuscript, I kind of wondered. I was like, oh, I wonder if this this is I made it too obvious and like nobody picked up on it. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun for when the trilogy is over if they could like go back and see like the clues that maybe didn't seem important at the time. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I, I love when that happens. You're like, oh, my gosh, it was in front of me the whole time. <laughs> that's brilliant. And that's really that's the right way to do a series. You know, like yeah. you have to answer some questions, but then put them even bigger question. You know, why? Why do you want to pick a book, too? You know, because of this big reason, you know? Yeah. So that's brilliant. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. I'm excited. I'm excited to read it. Oh, so you mentioned something a little bit earlier. You said that the the process took way longer than you thought. Yeah. But it's that's a whole journey. Can you tell us like what was going on? Oh goodness. So it was it was years, many, many years in the in the making this so was like it's a whole story in its own. So I actually thought of the the premise or the idea for the book um when I was a kid. True story. Um uh, yeah, like it's <laughs> I thought because I I've always loved fantasy books. Like I think the first fantasy book I ever read and really liked was uh what was it called? Jeremy Thatcher, the Dragon Hatcher it was about a I think he was ten and he hatched a dragon egg in like modern day and like then he has like this dragon he's hiding in his room. It's a hilarious book. But oh, you can <laughs> but yeah. that one, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, I read it in elementary school and it got me like hooked on the fantasy genre ever since. But it's so I think I was around thirteen or fourteen years old when I actually originally thought of the idea for this story. And I even tried to like write it back then. Did it was not good. I was going through a Shakespearean phase and had no idea what I was doing. So like the writing was so inconsistent and it was not good. But the but it was okay because the idea was there. And then um cut to years later, like a- after high school, after college, I pick it back up again. And I was just like, oh, like because I, I kept the story. And I was like, oh man, this is like this is written pretty bad. But but the idea is there. So I decided to rewrite it. As an adult, and yeah. it took a very long time because so what I wrote when I was about thirteen, fourteen years old, um it was essentially this whole trilogy, but condensed into like one story, and then being an adult and having read more books and being better at writing and having more experience with it, like I you know you have to expand the story, you have to expand the character development, you can't make things just like happen yeah so what I thought was one book as I'm like writing it and really taking the time to have characterization expanding it and and build up to things it was actually really um three books in one that I thought it was one because there are three separate climaxes and so in the type of writer I am I don't write chronologically like I I outline things because you want to know where you're going but I will write a scene here, write a scene there, write something in the middle, but with an outline. That way you know where you're you're going at least. And so it took probably like the whole thing probably took like seven years because I Yeah. Yeah, because I was writing like three books essentially at the same time. And then when I realized that like this was three and I like broke it up into three books, like in the falling action after 
each climax, I was actually able to concentrate on book one and finally finish it. But because of that, I did get a, a really good head start on book two, to be fair, because like it was already partially written. And book three is technically partially, it's written even less. <laughs> but each book was at least partially written. So, um, but that's why it took so long. I was trying to write all three books at the same time, not realizing it was all three books. Mm-hmm. I thought it was one, but it would have been a giant, massive story. <laughs> if it was all one, it would have took, taken so long to yeah. finish. Was yeah. that like a light bulb moment? You know, you're, you're writing, you're, of the story and you're like wait a second it's it's three books like what was like that like boom yeah totally this is this was, is gonna be way more it was well it was definitely like I started realizing it little by little so I as I was writing it more I was just like oh maybe this I was like this book seems like it's in parts so I I kept it one book still and I stuck for like part one part two part three and as I kept writing it I was just like oh like this seems like each part has a mini climax and then I was talking to a friend of mine who was also a writer and I was telling him about it. And he was just like, are you sure those aren't like just three separate stories? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, Sam, I think he's, I think he's right. But then I was happy to separate because it's like, it, it made it less daunting. Like I could like actually finish a book because it was like, um, I can concentrate on that one section or at least that one book. So it made it like, it definitely made it easier to finish, but yeah, it was a little bit of a, like a gradual thing until someone like pointed it out. And I was like, Oh dang, I think he's right. <laughs> That's so funny. Cause you're like part one, part two, part three. Yeah, like, yeah. isn't it book one, book two? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was just like looking at me like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so great. So really you've spent, you know, those seven years working on the three books, just like you said. I mean, it was, even though, even though they're not entirely done yet, but that was the framework, the groundwork for yeah. your trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that made, yeah, it was probably actually like six years, like the seventh year was also like me self-publishing. This. Oh, cool. Like, yeah. But it was still like a long, it felt like a long time. Um, but yeah, no, it, it made that easier because at least I know like, where I'm going with the trilogy. Like I know how it ends. Like I know how the, how the whole thing ends. So that's, that's kind of comforting in that, especially with the writing process. Oh, that's lovely. No, that's really cool because like you really have like that, that foundation, you know, and I'm curious, can you tell us more about your outlining process? Because if you kind of have, you do an outline, but you're more of like a, um, a writer who comes in and out of time. So what's your outline like? Um, my outline's, a little crazy. <laughs> so, I love that. <laughs> it's really, it's a Word doc and it's a couple of pages long. And basically in the outline, I kind of, I list um, like the big events that I want to happen. And I track the like emotional growth of the characters just to make sure like it, like it makes sense. So I was, so like the beginning, whatever happens, and then maybe like a fourth way here, like, hey, this, this we have to hit this mark. And then halfway here, this has to happen just to make sure like it flows well. And then when I, at least for book one, since I actually, I finished that one, I did that. And then I would read it uh, multiple times. I feel like that's the other thing people don't think about when you write something, the amount of times you reread the same text is like 
pretty crazy. Yeah. But I would constantly reread it just to make sure it flowed well, to make sure like the characters emotionally made sense, especially since the type of writer I am, like write a scene here, write a scene here, write where you seen there, like have the outline to be like, okay, this is what they feel in this moment. But I also like read it specifically just for that. I mean, I'll read it a million times for specifically like one thing and then read again, like looking at something else, but just to make sure it just emotionally just makes sense. So, so my outline is, is mainly that it's mainly like big events and notes of being like, Hey, I want this person to have this revelation at, this point or this mm-hmm. plot twist should happen here and then you know and then the events and stuff like that that's awesome so do you feel like you're a writer who focuses and it sounds like it you focus more on the emotional arcs than like you know plot you know or like plotting isn't like you know like boom bam this and that it's more about where the characters are going or they're ending up for you yeah I would say that i more of a a character writer I mean plot is important like you like things have to be be happening and mm-hmm. you know but i yeah i, I definitely am kind of i someone called me a mood writer one time, which is a new term I've learned and I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely that mood which, writer I like that <laughs> <laughs> where yeah where I do focus a lot on like the the emotions of the characters and how they um they react to to different things, you know, and I guess a little bit of a spoiler, but I'll be super vague. So it doesn't give me anything. And in book three, like the, the main character also has to make a choice because I mean, it's a fantasy adventure book. I don't think it's a spoiler to say the main character is going to go through a lot of things. Yeah. And, <laughs> and in book three, like she like has to make a choice in how she reacts to it. And she sees people like, that move forward, right? And then people that just like keep it, like keep that pain and trauma in them. And it's just like, well, like, what are you going to do? So I love focusing on like the emotion of characters because like, I do feel like as people, like that's how we connect with each other. And I think that's how we connect with characters too. You know, like when we see them go through things and, and just how they emotionally react. Yeah. And I, I like a hundred percent agree with you. Like when I'm doing my writing, I feel like I'm very character focused. It's their arc, you know, where are they from the beginning? Where are they to the end? And it might also be genre specific, you know, like if you're going for like action thrillers, it's going to be more like where's the explosions and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that's why I love fantasy because I feel like for the fantasy is it's really, it really is, even though it's, you know, we could have magic and warlocks and all this other stuff. It, it really is a reflection of like the real life. You know, it's where's the truth in our life yeah. now, but just covered with magic, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what makes it so much fun is like you can relate to the characters. and But then there's like magic and like battles and stuff going on. Like it's it it's so much. Fun. And I think it's fantasy is also one of those genres that I think it's fun to imagine mm-hmm. yourself like what would I do in that situation? And, you know, there, it's, it's high yeah. risk. It can be a very high risk, like a thriller, but a lot of fantasy, like we, you know, we don't take the humanity out of it. We like emotionally mm-hmm. see like what is happening to these people. <laughs> like, this poor person. Yeah. yeah, totally. Totally. Um, I love that. So I'm like in the same, I feel like the same vein as you are here. It's like, I love that part. I love that about fantasy. You know, you can experience pain, but you experience it like the safety of like the witch's cauldron or like the dragon's den. 
you know? Um, so speaking of pain, <laughs> um, <laughs> I wanted to know more about, you said uh, you had like a beta phase. Um, I love this because I think that a lot of people overlook the beta phase. So can you tell us what is your beta phase for your writing projects? Oh, yeah. So the beta phase is, um, so I, I heard this like upon a lot of like YouTubers actually saying this too. So I was like, oh, well, I'll do it too. Um, when I was writing is like, so after, so I did this after I felt like I finished my manuscript to the best of my ability, but it was before I hired editors to like, mm-hmm. you know, to come in and I just gave, um, my book out to, people I trusted and was just like here you go I'm not gonna say anything let me know what you think okay bye yeah and then I even said like if you guys have any questions about something or if something's unclear like let me know or feel free to ask me because that also tells me like hey if I like need to like make something more clear because you know when you write something it all makes sense to you yeah (laughs) yeah it's all it makes sense to you but it's an entirely different thing to make sense um to make sure like it makes sense to the reader and I'm an underwriter I learned that about myself where um I don't always provide as much detail as I should and then so beta testing or beta reading is great for me because if someone's like hey can you like explain more I'm like oh okay and then you know then I do and and it's fine but it's it's that way of getting feedback before you before you get um editors involved and the feedback for me was great I there are certain things that some people told me like hey this is kind of confusing or whatever and I went back and then I fixed it before, you know, I sent it to the developmental editor and like the copy editor and, and all the things. So I think, I think it's great. Um, there are some people that, and I think this is to be expected to not read the whole thing. And then, cause not everyone's going to. So if you know your beta reader and you only want to send them like a section, that's fine too. <laughs> but it's just great. It's just in, and beta readers aren't, um, they're not professional editors or anything. They're just like, like people that you know, or, or it could be, you know, people that you don't know too, but just, they're just normal people that like reading books. So you get like feedback from just like, you know, an ordinary person that would read your book to be fair in the first place before, yeah, the editors come in. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's great that you've done that because that's something that I think um a lot of writers don't, talk about often I think I'm starting to hear it more like you mentioned YouTube people are starting to starting to say like oh I got a beta reader I got a plethora of beta readers so I'm curious um how many beta readers did you get did you have a one a couple in mind you had a goal I I asked a lot of people so I was just like whoever wants to read it whoever wants to yeah whoever wants to I think I had like 10 people in mind but I think many people actually read it probably about um Six people actually read it, um, and I think three people actually like like read the whole thing, which is um, fine. It's it's hard to get people to like read. Them. It is, <laughs> so yeah. I, 
And, you know, so it's, it's fine. And I, I can't even be mad because, like, um, I have a friend's manuscript that I keep telling myself I got to finish. And I am going to finish it. I'm totally going to finish it. But, like, I I can't even be mad because I'm, I'm guilty of it, too. But um, I was like, no, I got to finish it. But I, I'm going to. I totally would. But, um, but yeah, like, because even, even then, because it's any feedback is is good. And even though, like, only – um three people finished it I think that was fine like they it was still like they told me their thoughts if something was confusing and something was not and stuff like that so it was good and then the other people that read it that didn't finish it I still got feedback from them on like the parts that they did read you know and it was it was really helpful it also kind of um gives you feedback on what you need to work on what people like um what you can like dove into or emphasize like I feel like every writer has their thing that they're really really good at and stuff like that like some people like they're oh my gosh their prose are just so poetic and I'm so jealous mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you know that and you get feedback for that you can like dive into like you can like dwell on that and just make your book just sound so like just poetically beautiful <laughs> yeah I I love that you kind of brought this up and you know what actually you're saying something that I think I want to tackle as well. You're saying, you know, all feedback is good feedback, feedback is good feedback. So tell me, like, what is your mentality with feedback? I know some of us, we can get scared or, you know, yeah. we can, you know, yeah, exactly. Or just be like, oh, my gosh. you know. So what is your mentality about that? Well, I mean, you have to take – so – and I, so with feedback, especially with writing, I, I'm not going to lie. I, if someone doesn't like my book, I do get disappointed because you work so hard on it. But it's okay if they don't like it because most of the time they'll tell you why. And I think all feedback is good feedback because we have to keep in mind, one, not everyone's going to like your story because n- no one likes every story they've ever, like, read. You know, I, like, Dracula is a classic. And I was upset at that book because I thought the <laughs> ending was anticlimactic and I, I was still talking, <laughs> I was still talking about that. and that's like a classic book you know and I was just like even I was just like I could have been better but yeah. um so not everyone is going to like your story so I think you have to have that mentality but also because they'll tell you you why they didn't like it that's really good because if if it's something that you need to work on that's good so you can become a better writer but also you have to keep in mind maybe your book is also just not their cup of tea, you know, because everyone likes different genres and different tropes and different things. And if it's like a, they didn't like a trope that you like, like, that's fine. You, that feedback you don't necessarily have to listen to because like people like different tropes and maybe that person doesn't like that trope, but someone else will. And And if you like it and it's just like, oh, I don't like enemies to lovers. Okay that's fine other people do so it's not something that you have to change yeah yeah you know so it's like I feel like you take you have to take feedback on an individual basis so you have to I mean it's great for like learning what you need to work on what you're good at but also just it it lets you know um I mean it's like yeah it's great for that but also I'm trying to say don't take it too much to heart in a sense because if, if it's just the person doesn't like that genre or that type of book, they're like, yeah, they're not going to like it as much as someone that does. So it's really good to pay attention, like what they're actually, what they're actually saying. So it's all, it's all good. So, you know, yeah, 
Cause, yeah, because you have to keep in mind the person um, reading it. You know, one of the one of my friends read my book, and he read it out of support for me. And he's a very so I'm a feeler like person. Probably mm-hmm. not a surprise. And he is a thinker person who likes biographies, and he likes my book enough. But I wrote like a, a teen YA girly book. Yeah, it was <laughs> like. And he liked that. No, he took, I mean, he likes it enough because I think a good story is a good story. And because mm-hmm. he liked the magic system and he thought it was like fun and adventurous. But, you know, he was just like, oh, man, this girl has like a lot of emotions. And I was like, well, <laughs> yes, dude, she's getting Why? So I think you have to you have to keep that in mind. And then likewise, like my friends that like YA books, they're like, oh man, this is great. This is how I was when I was a teenager. Oh my gosh, you know, I have a romantic uh, subplot. And they're like, oh my gosh, that guy is so good. So you have to keep in mind what your audience is with feedback too, which is all, all I'm saying. But yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, totally. I mean, like you really hit the nail on the head with that because like a lot of people, they um, get like stuck at the feedback. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh my gosh, this, I can't, you know, I can't take it in. I can't hurt my baby, you know. Um, but I think what you're saying is like, you know, if all of it, all of it is going to help your book just be better, you know? Yeah. Totally. And, you know, actually, you said something earlier. You also said that I think when you gave it to beta readers, you gave it to people you trusted. And that's super important, you know, because you can't just give it to anybody. You know, some people will like actually try to rip you apart if you're not like totally careful. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Right? And you're like, that was the wrong person. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I remember I took a, it was a while ago, I took a creative writing class in, in college one time. And then that's happened to me before where I, I forget, I submitted some some story. And then, um, I mean, it was my fault, too, because I, I, I think I was, at that point, I was also a media major, so I was, like, doing a lot of stuff and not sleeping. And I did my assignment last minute. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote this story last minute. And then I told everyone, like, hey, guys, can you, like, I wrote this last minute. There might be, like, some, like, mistakes in it. But they were, like, in my class, I was like, yeah, no, we got you. They ripped me to shreds. It was so bad. Like, one person asked me, like, do you even know how to write? I was like, dang, dude. <gasps> like, yeah. Oh, that's not necessary. So, so, I know, right? So I, I mean, but to be fair, I did write it last minute too, but I, I, I agree that there, yeah, there's some people that don't yeah. <laughs> like toss your like feelings aside, but I mean, but it's also important not to do on the other end where you don't want to just give it to like a yes person. You want to give it to mm-hmm. someone who will give you constructive criticism, but they're like just, like not like a jerk about it. and and they're and they're and someone who's happy to like disagree with you in a respectful yeah. way because then you can actually get their honest feedback so you want somewhere in the middle where someone will just you know they'll be honest and that's what you right. want that's a good point that's what you need honesty like in like true honesty not just like like oh well this character sucks but like you know what this character didn't quite land for me you know yeah, yeah and ask, ask them like why yeah why Great. Yeah. So, okay. So this is awesome. I really love, I love all of the energy that you're bringing, not to, to, not just to the show, but I feel like it's probably reflected very much in your book as well. Um, and I love it. First of all, whenever you want to come back for book two, 
let us know. We'd love to get yeah. the show. But what can we expect from you next? You kind of talked about your trilogy, but what else can we see that's going to be happening in your future? Um. Well, I, I guess just me. Um. Well, I'm trying to get my book uh, currently in bookstores. So currently, um, for anyone who lives in the Northeast Ohio area, my book is actually at um, the Fireside um, Bookstore in Chagrin Falls, Ohio. Like, like physical copies are there. Um, and it, oh, thank you. And I'm, I'm currently trying to get the physical copies in more places. It is available everywhere where um, books are sold online, so like Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, Target, even the Target website, oh, <laughs> Google Play. Yeah, it's available everywhere books are sold online and internationally. So um, if you are on, if you go on Amazon and you're in England, it will be there as well. <laughs> so, but I'm trying to get it in the physical bookstores. So that's the other thing that, um, that's what's next for me. Um I think I did an expo, uh, a book expo earlier this year. So I'm going to try to do more of those next year too. Um, you just have to sign up for those like way, like way in advance. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would say, I would say all of that stuff, just me trying to just do all that stuff. I, right. I am thinking, oh, you can tell me what you think about this. I was thinking about maybe trying to do an event too about like how to self-publish a book because I've gotten a lot of questions about it like what do you what do you think should I do I haven't decided if I should do that or not I love that yes (laughs) okay because literally I was I wrote down two notes for myself that I was like okay possible future guest topics to bring you back on is self-publishing because it seems like you did it the right way you know because a lot of people they kind of cut corners sounds like you did it like the grand amazing perfect way (laughs) and the second one was like physical bookstores. People love, they want to know how to do that, you know? So yeah, hundred percent. I say yes. I say go for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah, yeah, that's, but that's what's next is just me continuing to try and get it into um, physical bookstores and stuff like that. So, but yeah. And then, and of course, working on book two, my, I have a goal of trying to actually finish like, first draft of book two um like like is it being a continued story um by like december 31st of this year hopefully that that happens you know if not then sometime in january so that's the goal because <laughs> i do want to put um put book two out you know like and and so much fun i i can't wait for book two so many so many things happen in book two and the main character gets so much so much character growth and it's it's gonna be it's a lot of fun. It is genuinely um a lot of fun to write book two and and you get to learn more of like the like the magical world in book two as well because book one is a little bit more of an introduction because the main character is like dropped into that world but she's not from it. Like she is from um her world, which is so she's telekinetic and um one thing I didn't say like so there is a bit of a magic versus technology thing going on in the book too. So the psychics have technology and the sorcerers have magic. So she grew up a little bit closer to us with technology. And then she's dropped into like this magical like thing. So she's just like, Oh, okay. And then in book two, like you learn more about like the magical world and stuff too. So it's definitely fun to write. So I'm definitely going to like 
try to buckle down and get that done so I can I can put that out as well. Okay, I, I that's so cool because I think typically or a lot of the times we see like it's the opposite. You know, you're kind of dropped into like the super fancy magical, and then it's like, oh, you are versus the technology, the technological. You know, so that's cool. I like that. It's a little a little bit different. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. So where can people find you? Um, yeah. So I am, I believe, at Tear Julie Brown, um, on Instagram. Yes. I also have a Facebook group. If you just Google like author Tier Jane Brown, like my Facebook group will will come up. So I am in those places. I have a website called www.tierajbrown as well. If you subscribe to my website, I that's where I um I'm in like monthly newsletter and I keep everyone up to up to date with everything. So when I um do you announce the date for book two? Like when I know when it's coming out, obviously it will be announced in the newsletter. Um, I'll announce it online too, but if you get, you subscribe to the newsletter, you'll be able to find out first. And also the newsletter is also when I, um, as I always do this, at least I did it for book one. So I'm going to do it for book two too. Um, before the book comes out through the newsletter, I do, I will release like the prologue or like, a sneak peek of it because I think that's fun. So if you subscribe, you get that too. Like when that comes down the line, cause I, you know, I, I did it there. Um, if you also just want to read a sneak peek of book one, that is also on the website since book one is out. Like that's also there. But yeah, I, I am in all of those places in the app. Okay. I mean, and also, are you, cause you're going to try to meet your like end of year deadline. Um, uh, are you going to have, all this participating like a NaNoWriMo by chance or is it going to just be no. separate? No, no, I'm trying to finish this. <laughs> I can't, I, I, I can't. And then, um, yeah, no. And then book two is just because of like, book two is a little bit more complicated than book one. I can't even use book two as NaNoWriMo just because I just, I want to take my time in like making sure it's like a really, a really, really good story. Cause like, Something that happens in storytelling sometimes is like, because book two is technically the middle. I want to make sure that book two is still like very, very interesting. Right. <laughs> Which it should be. It definitely should be because the main character is in the, a very not good situation at the beginning of book mm-hmm. two and has to battle that. So I, I do want to take this is, I was like, this is one of the things I was just like, no, 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 I want to take my time to make sure this is like, like, even better than the first book because as a writer, each book I want to be like even, even better. Like I heard someone say one time, I want my first book to be my worst book. Not that you want your first book to be bad, but you just want to keep like getting better as you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Tiara. We really appreciate you being here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is a lot of fun. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad. Good. I always love that. I want people to have fun, you know, and just, inspired inspire each other so thank you so much we're looking forward to having you back on here again um we're wishing you much of luck and um again wherever books are sold you will find tiara j brown um best of luck for your next book um but congratulations again on the tales of alexandra steckler the locket that's awesome thank you (laughs) all right we'll wrap this up right here thank you again Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. It was fun. Good. Good. Thank you.
And that's a wrap for today's episode of the How to Write a Book podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. If you want to keep up with me and my work, check out the website, blackheartedstudios.com. That's www.blackheartedstudios.com. And follow me on Instagram, at Maciel Writes. That's at M-A-S-S-I-E-L Writes. As a book coach and publisher, I'm passionate about helping aspiring authors bring their stories to life. So if you've been dreaming of writing a book and don't know where to start, head to my website and let's chat. You get a free 30 minutes on me. Thanks again for listening and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks.